Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Tim, we appreciate you taking the time for us today. I know you've given some thoughts on Twitter, but I I did want to get your expanded thoughts on the situation with Jordan Bennington and Nazem Kadri. As a former NHL referee, as you were watching that play take place, what came to mind for you? What was your immediate reaction? Well, my immediate reaction is it's either no call or it's a minor penalty. One thing I want to let people know is this isn't the most egregious play I've ever seen in NHL playoffs. Goalies get bumped. They've been getting bumped for 50 years, 75 years. It's a tactic that teams use all the time. And in real time, when that happened, I was fine with the, with the, the no call. After watching the replay, our guys could have called a minor penalty for goalie interference. But let's news, not lose sight of the fact that that really is all that, that should have been called on that play. And but the problem that I have, and you've seen in social media, is Nassim Kadri has been suspended six times in his career. Three of them in the playoffs, two for Toronto, and then uh, and there was a reason that Toronto chipped him out to Colorado was because they were tired of him hurting the team in the playoffs and taking suspensions, and two of them he missed the rest of the series. And then the third one that we're well aware of was last year against Justin Falk. Now, does, does, did he mean to hurt him? I don't think so. But one thing I'm very confident on and, and confident in my in, in, the, in how I, I referee Nazem since he's come in the league and I like him as a, a player. He's a fantastic player. But what I would say is he knew what he was doing. He could have stopped and people are like, oh, he toe-picked and this and that. He took advantage of the situation. And he's like, oh, I'm going for the puck. I'm accidentally going to fall on Bennington. That's how I see it. Tim, with that being said, from an official standpoint, how much does reputation play into that? Because earlier in the game, before Kadri has the hit, we have Ivan Barbashev's hit on Samuel Girard. And then a little bit later on, I was talking with Mike McKenna, and Mike pointed out that Barbashev bumped into Darcy Kemper, which kind of lit a fire underneath Nazem Kadri. Do officials take that into consideration during a game? I, I, I'm not sure if you if you'd say you take it into consideration, but you're certainly aware of what's going on. And before the game, the guys and the, the referees are prepared. They they have a meeting before during uh, game day. They've been talking the dressing room before the game, and we know who goes hard to the net. We know who hits hard. You know they're they're aware that Barbershev's going to hit hard. Now I, I give credit to Wes McCauley and Eric Furlot on that Barbershev hit. It's easy to call a penalty when a player's hurt. And they use good judgment by saying, sorry, this is a this is a hit that's gone bad, 
but Barbashev didn't do anything wrong. But to answer your question, our antennas go up after that hit on Barbashev. Our guys are, are certainly not, they're not any more prepared. They're, they need to be aware there may be some retaliation. And I don't think they felt at the time that Kadri sit on Bennington was retaliation. Um, but they're certainly aware of the players that, that they know may cause them uh, difficulty during that game. Tim Peel, former NHL referee, is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Tim, how do you handle this as a referee going into game number four? Because it's one thing in game and game three when you know the emotions are high. But now these teams have been talking about this for the last 48 hours. They've been asked questions. I mean, Gabriel Landeskog just gave a quote uh, to the media a moment ago saying he can't even believe that this is still a conversation. Quote, the fact that it's, it is a conversation is crazy to me, but that's the way that the Blues want it, end quote. So they know going into this one that this is still going to be a heated battle. How do you officiate that going into game number four? First of all, I, I love Gabriel Landeskog, but I'm sure his quote would be a little bit different if Darcy Kemper, their starting goalie, just got knocked out of the playoffs or out of out of this round. So it's easy for him to say that uh, I can't believe we're still talking about that, but the Blues just lost their Stanley Cup winning goaltender. As, a, as an officiating crew going into this game, we treat it like any other game in the playoffs. These guys are prepared. The last thing, you know, and this is what I love about Coach Berube, is I was the standby official for the Timo Meyer hand pass uh, when when uh, San Jose won in overtime, and Coach Berube didn't complain about the officiating. He turned the page. He says we have to get prepared for Game Four, and they wound up winning three state straight games. It's going to be the same thing here. There's too much leadership on this team with Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Chin, Vladdy, so on and so forth. They're not going to be out there tonight uh, looking to get retribution on on uh, Nazem Kadri. Nor should they. they. They've they've got next year. They got they've got lots of time if they if they want to do that. They can't take themselves out of position by trying to throw a big hit. They can't take a stupid penalty and then have to be on the penalty kill. I don't see this being any more physical than any other game in the playoffs. They're going to come out hard. They're going to come out prepared. And they've got one, one, mind, one thing in mind right now. That's to win right now. And they can do it. I, I really think that the Blues will win this game tonight. Tim, Tim, from a uh, from an official's perspective, in the, the biggest topic around the National Hockey League is how how much gray area there is with goaltender interference. How would officials like to see that be changed in terms of it's an easier penalty to be called? I, I wouldn't want it honestly. I wouldn't want to see it changed at all. Like going back, you guys remember the controversy when Brett Hall had his toe in the crease when he played for Dallas in Buffalo. Dallas won the Stanley Cup. We had this stupid rule where if your toe was in the crease, foot was in the crease, the goal was disallowed. We do not want to go back to that. There is, unfortunately, a lot of judgment when it comes to goalie interference. And sometimes the call is right. Sometimes, I'm not saying it's wrong, but you're always going to have 50% of the fan base that thinks it's right. The other 50% is going to think it's wrong. It's just not cut and dry. We cannot make it cut and dry because if you do, then that means nobody's ever going to go to the net, and that's how a lot of goals scored. So I don't have a problem with the way the rule is now. We've tweaked a lot of rules over the year. We have a video challenge for the for the uh, only interference. I think between our officials and the Situation Room in Toronto, they do a really good job. 
We're talking to Tim Peel for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. He's a former NHL referee. He was in the league for 20 years, had more than 1,300 games under his belt. I did want to ask you about the offsides call, or frankly the no call uh, that we saw in the second period for the goal uh, on the Avs. Did you agree with the decision from Craig Berube not to challenge that? And I know that's a difficult spot for a coach and maybe kind of a two-part question here. Uh, do you like the fact that coaches will uh, end up with a penalty? You'll go on the on the penalty kill if you lose out on that challenge. Do you think that's a good rule that the NHL implemented? I, I do because when we first brought it in, there wasn't a penalty. And, and the, the coaches were challenging everything, whether it was a, a good goal or a bad, or you know, the right call or the wrong call. And the reason being is they could get a te- they could get a free timeout if they challenged it. I like the rule the way it is. I actually tweeted out on Saturday night. I said, Blues fans, this was the correct call by the Blues coaches and Sean Farrell, who is the video guy for the St. Louis Blues. He's the one that that calls to Steve Ott and says, I think we should challenge. I think we should not. I don't, I do not, and I think he did the right thing here. He's done a tremendous job over the last few years. I do not think there was enough evidence to overturn that call. And keep in mind, sometimes Sean and uh, the people in the back that are looking at these have a couple different angles that TV doesn't, but I 100% think they make the right call. Yeah, I'm with you, Tim, especially for how good Sean Farrell has been this season in making those judgment calls. When he doesn't make yeah. it, you you know that they saw something. He, he, Tim, he's go, money. Go ahead. He's money, and, and he's he's money. You're right, and and he didn't want to, you know, what he does a really good job of separating his uh, emotions from the uh, the call, and he makes the wrong call there, and then the Blues are, are now killing the penalty, and it's not. Yeah, especially with Ville Husa, who had just come into the game. Uh, final one, Tim. And I'm just, I'm just curious about from a fan, curious about from a fan's perspective. Uh, you hear sometimes on calls or in games with guys that who have been in the league longer, maybe reputation calls where a penalty isn't called because, well, he's a veteran, he knows what he's doing there. How much do officials take that into account when they're watching games in the playoffs? Um, not that much, you know, not that much, but. There might be a little validity to your point. For example, you know, um, I'll, and I'll use Corey Perry as an example. Plays for Tampa. He played for Anaheim for a long period of time, and Corey made his living, has made his living being at the crease. And he accidentally falls on on uh, the goaltender, and you know, we all know what his game is all about. But he's a tremendous player. Um, you're probably not going to give him the benefit of the doubt if he does that. A guy like Ryan O'Reilly. Doesn't doesn't do that. Doesn't go hard. He goes harder than that, but he doesn't bump the goalie. So, if for example he happened to bump a goalie in the playoffs, the referees are probably going to give him more leeway because they know that it wasn't on purpose and it was simply by accident. Gotcha. Tim, we'll get you out of here on this one. You mentioned earlier you think the Blues are going to be able to take down the Abs in game number four. Why is that? What are you expecting tonight from the Blues against Colorado? Well, first of all, I know they got outplayed or certainly outshot in game one, and they were one goal away from winning game one. Game two, they played tremendous. They, they just made some adjustments and had a tremendous game. Game three, I honestly believe, if it wasn't for the Bennington injury and Billy having to come in, and Billy having to come in cold, I, I really think that they would have won game three as well. They're such a, a uh, proven team in the playoffs they've got so much leadership in that room they've got a phenomenal coaching staff they've got a system that they know that they have in place 
that they can shut down a high-flying offense like Colorado. And I just really think that this team is built to win in the playoffs. We need some more production out of the second and third line. But uh, there's no reason that for me to, to not believe that, that the Blues can win, win tonight. And I quite honestly think they can win this series. He's Tim Peel, former NHL referee. We sincerely appreciate his time today here on the show. Tim, enjoy yourself tonight. Enjoy game number four and the rest of this series, and we'll talk with you again soon, man. Thanks a lot for having me on, guys. Take care.